Hello, and welcome to the Shipwreck Archive. Thank you. Would you happen to have Arrogance is the End of the Esmeralda? Here we are. Enjoy! The fishermen of the island of Al-Halanya, off the coast of Oman, could read the weather, and they knew that a big storm was brewing. These were local waters to them, and they knew how the storm was likely to blow, and where would be the most safe shelter for boats and ships. They kindly suggested to their visitors that they should consider sheltering their ships on the southern side of the island, as there was going to be a strong wind from the north. The good relationship with the locals was something unusual for the Sodre brothers. The men in command of the fleet of five ships that had come to seek shelter at Curia Muria Islands. Officially, they were sent by the King of Portugal to protect the waters around the newly established Portuguese trading posts. They were also permitted to capture any Muslim ships they came in contact with, part of a long standing trade war that had involved many ships on both sides being captured, looted, and burned. Everyone wanted control over the valuable spice trade from India. The Sodre brothers had disregarded the first part of their orders. They seemed to have little interest in playing a role protecting trade, and they had far more interest in attacking ships and looting them, all through the Gulf of Aden. The Sodre brothers had slaughtered the crews of every Arab ship they came in contact with and looted them in a piratical fashion each of the brothers taking the lion's share of the spoils for themselves. It had only been as the monsoon season had begun that the Sodre brothers had paused in their activities to take shelter until the storms had subsided and to repair one of their smaller caravals. That two men as greedy and self-motivated as the Sodre brothers had gotten such an important command at all was thanks to their nephew. The two men were the maternal uncles of Vasco da Gama, the man who had opened up the way for trade to India for Portugal. This significant act had boosted da Gama's position and meant that for this fleet he had been able to fill the positions of captains and commanders of his ships with relatives making it a family affair. Now that Vasco da Gama had returned to Portugal with the main part of the fleet, the Sodre brothers felt free to do as they pleased to enrich themselves with the golden opportunity presented by their family connections. The fishermen of Alhalanya Island knew the weather around their island home very well, but not enough to get through the arrogance of the Sodre brothers. Their brothers were determined that their naus was going to be fine no matter the strength of the storm. They were large, sturdy ships, the height of Portuguese shipbuilding. Not only that, but the naus had large iron anchors that would keep them from the beaches. The Sodre brothers sent the two smaller caravels to the safe side of the island, but their two ships, as well as a third nau, captained by Pedro de Ateide, stayed at anchor where they were. This was to prove a costly mistake. The storm came in with a burst of winds, and a huge surging wave that ripped the naus of the two Sodre brothers from their moorings and tossed them into the rocky shore of the island. 
the younger of the Sodre brothers, Bras Sodre, and his ship, the Sao Pedro, ended up closer to shore. As his mast came crashing down, he and his men were able to scramble to the shore using it as a bridge. Vicente Sodre, the older brother and the official commander of the five-vessel fleet, as well as all of his men, were not so lucky. Their ship, the Esmeralda, had its hull smashed while in deep waters, and in an age where people did not learn to swim, there were no survivors. Bras Sodre dealt with the death of his brother in the same violent and angry way that the two brothers seemed to deal with most things. He immediately ordered that the two Moorish pilots be killed, placing all the blame for his brother's death on their shoulders rather than facing their own arrogance in ignoring the advice of the fishermen. One of the pilots was a particularly skilled one who had been left in his care by his nephew, Vasco de Gama, but that did not spare him from Bras's wrath. It is unknown how he died, but soon after this final brutal act, Bras Sodre followed his brother in death, leaving the survivors to pick up the pieces. Pedro de Ated, and the single remaining now, was now placed at the head of the fleet with both of the Sodre brothers dead, and de Ated did his best to get done the business that needed to be done. First, they buried their dead, and then they turned their attention to the two wrecked ships that had brought such deviation. The Sao Pedro was easy to salvage due to the shallow water it had wrecked in, and it was stripped of everything. The Esmeralda was a more difficult project due to how deep of the water she had been wrecked in, and though they were able to get some of the things off of her, she was not completely salvaged before they abandoned the project and a part of the island and the graves of the two brothers who had caused them such problems. Pedro de Atid was also not destined to see Lisbon again, however. He was later wrecked near Mozambique and though he survived the initial shipwreck, he quickly fell ill and died, leaving only a letter to the king of Portugal to tell him what had occurred to the fleet of ships that he had sent out to protect his interests. It was not news that was at all welcome to the king, Dom Manuel. The Sodre brothers had gained their posts through their connections to da Gama, and just as he had raised his family's fortunes, now he was also dragged into disgrace by them. His uncles had been brutal in all of their dealings with the Muslim world and had disregarded all of the king's orders for what he wanted their fleet to do in the interest of enriching themselves. With both of the Sodre brothers no longer available to hear of his displeasure, da Gama was the obvious person to blame, and it would be a long time before da Gama would enjoy royal favor again. Indeed, it was not until after Dom Manuel was dead and his son had taken over the throne that da Gama was once more called into royal service. What would remain behind da Gama was a complex legacy that still makes people pause when speaking of him and the wreck of the Esmeralda. The Esmeralda lay under the ocean, mostly a footnote in history, until a survey in 1998 found what they thought might be a wreck. 
The Al-Halanya Island is a place where more than one wreck has happened, in part due to the same brutal north wind that was the end of the Esmeralda. And so it took some doing before they could be certain of the exact nature of the wreck that they had found. What has been pulled from the wreck site, which follows one of the natural gullies of the island and suggests that the ship was pulled into this gully and smashed to pieces, suggests that even if it is not the Esmeralda, it is a ship of a similar age and of Portuguese origin. Thus far, a good deal of proof has been pulled from the site of a heavily armed ship that was intended for a fight rather than trade. There is a disc, most likely an astrolabe, with the Portuguese coat of arms engraved in it, and coins from Portugal which matched up to the rule of Dom Manuel. There is also evidence of trade with India, including stone beads and a coin. These items would all fit this being the wreck of the Esmeralda. On each cannonball, made of stone, there has been a VS carved, making many wonder if Vicente Sodre had had his initials carved into the shot for his cannons. Nothing is conclusive. There is no name on the ship to declare her to be the Esmeralda. Her ship's bell is without the telltale name that in later ships is so vital to identification. The greatest argument for her not being the Sao Pedro, the younger Sodre's ship, is that she does not seem to have been as extensively salvaged as to be expected according to the account of Deatid. What is known is that she is clearly Portuguese, and she is of the era of the rule of Dom Miguel. This does put into the mind the ships of the two Sodre brothers being smashed against the rocks after ignoring the friendly warning of the local fishermen. People care little for the Sodre brothers, however. Their violent arrogance and greed has not left them much a place in the history books. Rather, the ship will always be known and considered important for its connection with da Gama. Whether he would have appreciated that people continue to tie him with the actions of his uncles or not. For more information, please see the official EsmeraldaShipwreck.com website for all of the information about the history of the ship, the people involved, and the archaeology of the wreck site, or see our sources in the description below. Thank you for listening. Thank you for visiting the Shipwreck Archives. See you soon.